You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. It's the after laugh, after laugh. Welcome to the after laugh, after laugh, after laugh. <laughs> after laugh, man. <laughs> Go ahead and pull up a chair. Hey guys, welcome to the after laugh. This is a cool episode. We are inside the world famous laugh factory and i'm with my buddy jack you know i love you i love you, you so know much. i love you man. i really do i miss you when you see you. Wow. jack asadorian um jack jr is your is your comedy name um, i go by both you go by both yeah, yeah it depends on if the host can't pronounce my last name <laughs> i go by jack jr but isn't that annoying when hosts can't because pr- like yeah. how hard is it to learn how to pronounce someone's last name they go it's jack us or ass us <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 i made a mistake the other night i brought up a uh, Lulo Gonzalez. I yeah. did this whole. I did this whole. I was supernova killing. Yeah. And by the way, I don't always kill there. Yeah. Supernova can be. It's tough for There are people behind you, in front of you, they're everywhere. Luckily, it was one of those shows where there were just supernova is, is this new outdoor venue built during COVID that's in the round. Yeah. But if they don't have it full, they just you face one direction. Yeah. And that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Because being in the round is fun in theory, and you get yeah. to like do circles like Dane Cook and shit. But at the same time, like. It's just better to face one direction. Let's go back to the classic version. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like that for a reason. Anyway, um, I had one of my best sets, and I ended it with something like about like I'm sick of people think I'm racist all the time. I'm just gotta look racist, and I'm not. My best friend has a black friend. How could I be racist? And I just kind of do this whole thing about like how I'm not racist. I, oh, this next comedian, she's amazing. Give it for Lulu Rodriguez. Oh. So I bring up, I give like another like stereotypical yeah. Mexican name yeah. to Lulu Gonzalez, <laughs> and I'd never met her before. I was like, and she was like, "That racist piece of shit." She said, "Over oh, that, yeah, that's hilarious." Which is great because it killed. Yeah, you yeah. never get mad when it kills. Yeah, that's funny. Um, but I was, but so, you genuinely forgot. I just forgot. But it's not your fault. You, it's, you forget. I'm retarded. I mean, I usually write it on my hand, but then like you yeah. start sweating, your palms are sweaty, and then like it smears, and you're like, oh, "Take my best guess." <laughs> yeah, because you, you you've hosted so so Jack. I mean, Jack did the podcast before. We kind of like had his story, but um, you're part of a comedy family, which is rare. There's yeah, not yeah. a lot of people who are part. Very like rare. I'm trying to think who else. Polly Shore. Polly Shore. Polly Shore. Yeah, and, and I'm much more. I mean, the co- co- like comedy owner family is different. There's a lot of comedy families. Yes, the Wayne's that's true. family is the Wayne's a family. Huge family. The Tories, the guy Tory, Joe Tory. Coming out of a comedy club. Yeah. And, and what's interesting about this, it's almost like being like the, the football player when the dad's the coach. Yeah. Like you have to be really good. Uh-huh. So I'm not going to talk shit about Polly Shore. Yeah, no, whatever, no. But, um, but you're really good. Thank you. <laughs> That's Paul, just me indirectly talking shit about Polly Shore. Polly's a great actor. He's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he's in, he's. I mean, he's obviously got charisma. Something's going he's, on. He's a, yeah, he's a charmer. He's like, he's like the original, like... What's what uh was it Steve Harvey like a really good host like he was was he like doing like MT, well, MTV a lot of Polly I Shore. just remember him from like Encino Man but before that he was like hosting events and like MTV, and stuff. MTV stuff yeah he was he, he was like party guy he, he was like, a party guy I mean he still is he loves yeah he, loves he the looks ladies. it <laughs> he loves the ladies I was at a wedding in Vegas recently and me and Stephen Briggs I don't know if it was Stephen Briggs I know Stephen Briggs we were like talking to this girl or he was because he loves being like the pickup artist and we were. Uh, What's up, guys? How you doing? What's up, man? And we were, we were this girl, and Polly Shores <laughs> came up and like grabbed her. Like, hey, where you been? I've been waiting for you. And like grabbed her hand. She was like, uh, who, who, She had no idea who he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But clearly, that's a move that used to work for him. Totally. Back, back in the day. Yeah. But now, eh. anyway, I saw him at the I saw him at the Cosmopolitan uh, in Las Vegas, walking into a pool party 
but he didn't look like like the fun Polly Shore that we know from the nineties. He looked yeah. like a father looking for his kids. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's funny as fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude, he just didn't fit in. It was just he was in the in the scene. I'm like, but he was trying to fuck his kids. Is yeah. the difference? <laughs> um, so you, so yeah, so you're, you're you're a really good comic, and and uh, and I think we talked a little bit about this, like coming up in a comic. You know, Haha is definitely like you know there there are four or five great clubs in the LA area, and Haha's yeah, you know, one of them. There's yeah. Laugh Factory, Comedy Store, Improv, Haha, and, and the Ice House. house. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's a really weird position for you to be in. First of all, because everyone's going to have like a bullseye on you because you're like, oh, the son of the club owner? Yeah. So, oh, he thinks he can do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what are you, I, I think we talked about this briefly, but what are like your favorite memories like growing up doing? Because when you were like a real young kid, had the club opened yet? When I was, the club opened uh, in 1987. So I was born in 85. Oh wow! But it wasn't a comedy club till like in the early nineties. So it was, it was like, like a, a Mexican restaurant, restaurant, karaoke, karaoke, dancing, entertainment. It was all entertainment, like whatever my dad, yes. my dad, my dad figured something. Whatever, whatever got the people in there, you know, we got the people in. I there. remember we used to show, we used to show boxing fights. Oh wow! But it was super illegal. Like it wasn't like <laughs> we weren't pay per viewing it. Like we were like, oh, you like stole the cable? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, I, I remember I told my dad like, like why don't we do that anymore? He's like. We were not supposed to do that <laughs> because we got very lucky, and then someone yeah you know, he got in trouble for that. So the comedy came out of him going like, "This is this." There's a, a vacuum for comedy in the valley. No, and, <laughs> no? we had no idea what we were doing. Uh, it was just it was just a full blown Mexican restaurant, and they did uh, karaoke and dancing at nighttime. Yeah, that's all it was. All like, it was. They, they played karaoke, and then when the karaoke got boring, they w- we would play salsa music and no DJ, nothing, just like a yeah. CD player. Yeah, and people would just start dancing. Yeah, and then the customers would dance, and it was like it was like a, a picture like an Acapulco restaurant. <laughs> and then air the staff and everyone gets involved and start dancing. And yeah, yeah. It, became it like was a real, blast. Probably. It was fun. It was so much yeah. fun. And then uh, wh- my dad had a built a stage and a microphone for karaoke. Buddy, buddy, and Buddy Lewis and Kim Whitley were there one night and they go having lunch. Yeah, in the daytime and they saw the stage and he goes, "You guys do stand up here?" And my dad goes, "Yeah, we do stand up comedy <laughs> everything." Yeah, and then that's how it started. Oh wow! This is was this is when Fat Tuesdays was cracking at the comedy store okay. on Tuesdays. Uh-huh. So Buddy Lewis and Kim Willie started whacked out Wednesdays on Wednesdays. Oh, and so that was the first show, first show that happened, and then it just became like the spot. It was literally like Fat Tuesdays on Wednesdays at the yeah. same same celebrities. The whole thing, like the, if you guys watch the Amazon documentary Fat Tuesdays, uh, they actually Kim oh that just came out right. Yeah, Kim Willie actually mentions a. Uh, that Fat Tuesdays was – if there wasn't a Fat Tuesdays, there wouldn't have been a Whacked Out Wednesdays. Yeah. There would have been Chocolate Sundays here at the Laugh Factory. It literally started oh, wow. that vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's probably one of the reasons why we're here today is because of that show. Wow, that's amazing. Now, were you um, a young kid kind of in the environment? Were you like – Yeah, I was the working club? there. I was working. There. I was an employee since I was since I since I could walk and talk. I was always an employee. Since you were like six, <laughs> five or six, seven years old, I remember. I remember we used to have a buffet. I would set up the buffet, help set up buffet, garnish it. I would roll up uh, forks and knives and with a napkin. Like I've been working like my whole life. Though. Immigrant parents are the best man. They get their kids started fucking with yeah. work ethic right away. He used to make me. I used to miss school to help them for catering events. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, he's like, "What school? This is school." <laughs> and do you remember the first moment where there was a celebrity that you recognized, where you felt starstruck, or yeah. you knew that you were in the presence of someone that kind of big? Or yeah, it was Chris Tucker. Oh wow! That was when I was I was already like thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, that's right when you start getting yeah. aware of. And I was celebrity. like, 
there was like he walked in on like that like I heard his voice. His and Friday had come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Friday and Money Talks came out with uh, Damien Chapa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Charlie Sheen. And his voice, I'm like, yeah. And like, oh, shoot, I know that guy. I know that voice. And I told my parents, that that's that's the actor. And I would like, this is before, I don't know if there was Google Google back then. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no. I was just like, from the movie, from the movie. <laughs> and then a little by little, and then I, I, would, I, I remember I saw uh, Eddie Murphy, Dave Chappelle. Wow. Uh, Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those clubs, like the other three clubs we mentioned no. were um, – other four clubs where every comic who's get you know made their made their way in this yeah. f- fucking fakakta business has been at haha at some point yeah you know it's but one of those places where you like you know like it's it the laugh factory the comedy store are, are, are amazing but they already have their guys you know like yeah ha is the kind of place that if like if you're decent like we'll just put you up yeah well, it's that, it's that yeah kind of- you get the you get the feeling that haha is is really just looking for people like, are you funny and can you draw? Yeah. And it's not necessarily about. I mean, of course, like if you know, everyone's going to f- fuck with the big names. Of course, you know. But um, but sometimes I think a lot of clubs get obsessed with the idea of like we need to have a quote unquote name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone who's on a TV show. Yeah, I remember for the longest time we would be open and we wouldn't have a, a website or a marquee. Oh, we had a marquee, but we didn't have names to put on the marquee. Yeah, yeah. We would just write All-Star Weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All-Star Weekend. <laughs> All-Star Con, Latino Night, Black yeah. Night, White Night. It was yeah. just like themes to kind of trick the audience. And yeah. I remember like as a kid, like people would uh, call the club and I'd answer the phone and my dad would be like, the only one who's performing. And I go, hey, my dad would grab the phone for me. He's like, who are you looking for in particular? <laughs> oh, he's not there this weekend, but tonight we have an amazing comic yeah, yeah. lineup. You're going to have a great time. Like he doesn't mention any names at all. Yeah. But people would show up and it just became one of those places to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean that and that's a pretty I mean 87, that's you know, a lot of clubs don't last that long. I know. It's been And and the area if you guys don't know haha. And I love the club, dude. Every time I go yeah, there, yeah. I love it. I, I never go there and like, oh fuck, that was a yeah, miserable yeah, yeah. time. Um great crowds and uh uh, it, it, but the area, I think it's better now. It's way better now. But it used to just be like, bro, it was a, it was a car sale, sales. It was a, it was a futon shops. Futon shops. Yeah. It was futons in every freaking corner. Simply yeah. discount furniture. What it was called. So there's no foot traffic at that. There's space. zero foot traffic at yeah. nighttime. It looks like it's just a empty. Yeah. Like you know, you, you ever drive down like by a warehouse area and then everything's closed. <laughs> That's what it looks like. There's no foot traffic at all. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. foot traffic were freaking bums. Yeah, yeah. You know? And also there's a but now, uh-huh. but my dad would always tell me. I would always tell my dad, why don't we move our club somewhere else? Yeah, being being a little kid, I'm like 10, 13 years old. Yeah. He goes, he goes, no, no, no. This is the. They told me that this area is going to be the new Melrose in 20 years. Yeah, and he was right. This yeah, whole, the whole area now is in the whole arts district. And it's it's full with a bunch of co- bars, clubs, and a uh, yeah, bunch true. of restaurants. It's, yeah. it's it's changed like crazy the past 20 years. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's probably still coming up, too. Yeah. Because more and more people are leaving just L.A., central L.A. It's area. all industry. It's all it's all dancers and rappers and yeah. artists, all that kind of stuff. Because it's still mildly affordable to live there. Yeah, it's, but it's getting up there. It's I, I used to live there, what, 10 years ago, and I was paying like 1600 bucks a month rent. Yeah. My same apartment right now is going for 3200 Jesus Christ. That's fucking crazy. That's depressing. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we were talking – so you've been in the, with the Ha for a long time. Coming up – did you always want to be a comic or was there a point where you wanted to be there and you're like, fuck this. I want to get, I want to get away from my parents, away from – because I feel like a lot of people who are either – the children of of huge athletes or the children yeah. of, of actors, 
they usually end up being that or trying to be that or something. But there's usually a point where they also go, fuck, I don't want to do what my parents are doing. I didn't didn't want to do it. And honestly, but the thing is my parents weren't comedians. They were club owners. Yeah. And there's two different sides of that. I had to learn both. I learned – I started from the ha-ha at the bottom. Like I'm talking about washing dishes, cleaning toilets, sweeping, uh, taking the trash out. And and then from there I went up to uh, serving tables to bartending – to managing and then up until this point i started booking i was booking the shows yeah and it's kind of an art like you know like um you just gotta know the comics know the, the style of the comedian does this comedian get along with this comedian yeah are they is it gonna be a good show is it gonna have a good flow like people just think that you could put five comics together and it's a good show yeah exactly it's no. not no it's not it's not so i did that and then i also became a comedian so it was I had to balance both and so your first spot was at the ha no, my first spot, I never wanted to perform for my parents because I was very dirty. You know, new comics are <laughs> so dirty. Yeah, dude, the first year as a comic, you're, you're dude, just jerking dick, off. Jerking off, take shows. Yeah, it's all yeah. you did. Literally, it's all you <laughs> And it's so funny because everyone's joke, they think it's so original. <laughs> it's like, no, my jerk off joke is. I have this joke about my husband. You're not going to believe it. Dude. I was watching scrambled porn in it. <laughs> yeah, and it's just, uh, it, I, I was afraid. I actually performed in uh, San Diego, my first show, at this place called Moon Doggies. You remember Moon Doggies? I've heard of it, yeah. It's not, it's not. It's still there no more. But it's still there. But they don't do comedy there no more. But I did. I did a show there, and it was a real show. Yeah. I actually went with another comic just to watch, and he put me up because other comic didn't show up. And oh my wow! First time doing it. I did five minutes, and I had a blast. I just yeah. did all crowd work, and it was all fun. crowd work. Yeah, yeah. That's it. But then I then I started just doing bar shows locally, and then I finally did a set at the hall, like probably six months in. Doing comedy, did open mic, and your dad was watching. Yeah, I was watching. Look at my son. Oh shit! Do not look at my son. And had you done it in front of him at all, or before? never? And then I remember. My, so he must have been pretty impressed. He was no. He, from what I heard now, <laughs> I forgot who told me. Um, someone, I think my mom talked to a comic, and they go, "Oh my god, please talk to my son. He's so stupid. He's so dirty. Why is he talking <laughs> about that? He's not, she's, they, they didn't want me. They still don't want me. And to by the way, me. pretty good advice. Yeah, because. Even now, as long as I've been doing it, there are times like I had someone, a friend of mine, say to me, she saw me in a show, and she goes, "You don't have to be that dirty." You don't. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not that dirty. What are you talking about? She's yeah. like, "Yeah, just look at that. Maybe just look at that." And I was like, "Oh fuck, she's right. I'm humping the air like five different jokes. Yeah. What's going on?" <laughs> yeah, it's, why do we? Why are we? Like and you that? just remove, but you just, you can still be dirty, but you just remove a couple couple things. And all of a sudden, it doesn't come off as a dirty set. Yeah, but the, the thing is with the audiences, the audiences now, that's what they see. They want dirty. Yeah. You think? Like, well, I think so in a way, yeah. I just feel like, like when I like I do cruise ships now, and the audience is like, the dirtier I am, the better. Like I thought cruise ships, you had to be clean. And Carnival, there's, there's two different cruise ships. Well, hook me up with that one. Carnival is like, is it's the Ontario Improv. <laughs> <laughs> on the, in the ocean. That sounds. By the way, sounds great. I love that. It's the Inland Empire. It's just. It's just. It's. It's really? pretty ghetto. It's ghetto. But <laughs> it's so ghetto. It's ghetto. It's pretty. Really, it's really ghetto. Now, by ghetto, do I you mean there's mean- different. There's different ships. Okay, there's different ships. But the one out of Long Beach <laughs> is it like Soul Plane Ghetto? No, it's Mexican and black ghetto. Like it's just like really, you would not fit in. <laughs> black people. Black people would be doing the cruises. Yeah. By the way, I would totally fit in. The blacks. The blacks love me. <laughs> no, I know. Looks wise, <laughs> you would burn. Um, so. I've never done cruise ships. The one time I had someone like pushing me to, he said, "You got to do a cruise ship." You should do I it. Talked you up, blah blah blah. And then the guy who ran the, the booker of the cruise called me. and goes, "Yeah, this guy's been speaking, you know, saying good things about you." He's like, "You have two hours clean material. Can you do three different one-hour sets of G-rated material?" I was like, 
No. Well, when you can, let me know. And I was like, really? I was like, I don't think every comic on your fucking cruise no ship is way. doing an hour, three different hour sets that are all G-rated. So they're the what they want you to do on Carnival is you do four shows. No, I think you do five shows. You do five shows. A night? Five? No, no, no. Five shows for the whole cruise. Okay. Five shows for the whole cruise. Two can be repeated. Okay. So it'll say like, uh, Bill Dawes is clean show. Bill Dawes is dirty show. And then a Bill Dawes is X-rated show. Yeah. So you have to have three different half hours. And th- they can't have any overlap at all. They can't overlap at all. But the problem is with the cruise ships, what people don't understand, once you're on the ship, yeah. um, if you're good at crowd work, that's all they really want. Yeah. That's all they really want. Yeah. And I, when I on my shows, like it got to a point where my shows were always sold out because people wanted to be part of the show. And I would include them in the show and I would make the first show connect with the second show and the third show. Wait, how would you do that? You so mean? like, like you'll be at the first show, right? I was like, yeah. you remember Bill with that ugly shirt? La, la, yeah. Look who's back. And then I would carry on the next show. I go, so what? And I go, oh, what happened so today? The audience, the, the, the audience is love it. The same exact people. The same exact people. Yeah. Not like 70%, but 100%. I mean, you, it's most come back. Wow, that's crazy. Because in the cruise ship, there's like so many activities going on, and there's people that they love the comedy. There's yeah. people that love the bingo. Yeah. People that love this. Like, and they just do you're not going to do every single thing every day. So you're, yeah. you're going to pick what you like. And you also forget that how many people just, A, don't go to comedy shows. Yeah. And how many people just don't like it? They went yeah. one time. They saw a city show. It's ruined for them. They never went yeah. back. Yeah. So then it's, it's just a lot of the same people over and over. Yeah. And- I love it. It's I treat. How long have you been doing it? I just started this year. How'd you, I, how'd I ever, you get hooked up? So Keith Nelson, you know Keith Nelson, Keith Ross Nelson. Uh-uh. He just signed with with Carnival, and his agent, my who's the greatest agent ever. I'll hook you up with him if you want. His name is Glenn Foster. He uh, he asked me. He was really really. He's, like, All right, he's man, a comedy agent. He's a comedy agent. Yeah. For for cruises, he's actually a magician. He's he works the trips too. Yeah. And he he goes yeah. Uh, I sent him. I sent him three laughs out of thirty tapes, uh-huh. three fifteen minute sets. Yeah, he goes. All right, can you? He goes. Can, do you have a half hour clean? I said yes. He's like, do you have uh, two other dirty sets? I go, yeah, <laughs> sure. I go. And I honestly, I, I really didn't have a half hour clean. clean. I've never like, done straight. Clean. I've never done a half hour just clean. Consistently, set in my life. never have consciously clean. I've never yes. done it. Yeah, I, I don't speak like that. I don't know if I could talk to you yeah. for more than thirty minutes without saying fuck. Like, yeah, just, it's not me. Yeah, but I said yes. <laughs> I said yes. yes. Of course. I said you know what? I'll say yes, and I said see what happens. Yeah, so I get on the ship, and um. I'm like, there's kids in the audience, right? I'm already freaking out. I'm like, there's freaking kids in the audience. There's like, there's five year olds, seven year olds, there's babies. They're in the audience watching the show. And I said, what the hell am I gonna do? So you know what I did? I picked the kid out. I brought him on stage. I got a microphone and I made it a podcast. I go, what's up, kid? And I would just talk to the kid. <laughs> I did that for my first show, and everyone loved it. Yeah, yeah they yeah. loved it. Yeah. I I asked the kid questions. It was like a kid say the darndest things to basically episode. like yeah. that. Yeah. And then after I did that, and then I was like. So the next show, I go, I can't do that again. So I just started doing my material really slow and correcting <laughs> myself, like taking these words out, you know? Yeah, you can and, say F. Well, that's also like, what What does it mean to be clean and dirty? Because, for example... You can't talk about sex, politics, drugs. But you can imply those things, right? I think so. But after a while, I got I got good at this. And yeah. then, then I was like, okay, I could do this. And then now I'm just... I could do it. I could do clean. Because... Ismo, you know Ismo. Right? I know Ismo. He's great, great, the best. And he he has a he has a masturbation bit. Yeah, yeah. He goes, you know, they say masturbation makes you go blind. Yeah. He goes, but has anyone ever field tested it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, I went to the eye doctor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went to the eye doctor, and sure enough, 
it got really, really blurry. <laughs> and then one moment I couldn't see anything. Yeah. And it's a masturbation joke. Yeah, yeah. But it's a clean TV joke. So that's, that's a weird yeah, thing. I, like, where does that land in but, the mix? But the thing is with Carnival, like, they want you to be dirty. Like, yeah. they'll go to the clean show and they'll yell dirty shit out. <laughs> and then I go, and then they go, fuck your kids. Like, shit like that. Like, so how much? Because I don't think I've ever talked to anyone. I had another guest in the podcast, a, a, a woman I used to know, friends with, who was a. I used to know friends with. <laughs> okay, we used to bone. What do you want me to say? <laughs> I know. Anyway, I know. I'm trying to be all. We used, used to. to yeah. have a, <laughs> used know, to. Interaction. <laughs> anyway, so she's she's great, but she's a singer, like Disney performer. Yeah. So she'd go and do like Belle and Beauty and the Beast, and they do little snippets, wherever the fuck yeah. it was. Um, and she did cruise ships. And that's a very different world, I imagine. Than 100%. The, the comedian world, right? And I know there are all sorts of bizarre rules about There's like so many who rules. you can fraternize with. You can't even do nothing right now. Yeah. Like you can't bang anybody, right? You can't. You do, but you can't. You can't. It's but fr- you do. It's not from the pond. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> like they have like cameras that will catch people going to Dude, rooms and shit. Yeah. They even told me that if I, if I were to bring my wife with me on the ship. Yeah. I couldn't stay in the same room as her. What? Yeah. Like she would stay in a guest cabin and I would stay in another cabin. That is bizarre. Yeah. Your wife. Yeah. Wait, you were married at the time too? No, no, no. They just told me right now. I asked them recently. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. That doesn't even make any sense. And like, this is like because of COVID. They don't want you to get, I don't know, just so many rules, bro. It's just, I had to get, I had to get tested for COVID every single day. Mm. Every day. For oh, yeah, same thing with, with the TV and film sets. That's like crazy. Every day. every day. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. It's a racket, man. It's the worst. Because like, I'll give you an example. I was shooting the show City on a Hill in, in New York, and there are these people who were like, they're cops. And cops can be hired for every procedural in Manhattan. Yeah. Right? There's like four shooting. And they always need real cops to show up and actually work the set. I was like, oh, you could probably work every day, this cop. Was, he, goes, he goes, no, I can't. He goes, why? He goes, because the COVID test I take for City on a Hill won't apply for law and order. Like if I wanted to work law and order tomorrow yeah. – my COVID test I took today won't count for Law & Order because it's a different company. Wow. It's a fucking racket, dude. It's People are getting rich off this shit. Now. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you, so the cruise ships, you just started a year ago, you said, right? I started this year New Year's Eve. Oh, shit. Brand yeah, new. Brand new. How many times have you done it? Like 12 ships already. 12 ships. So yeah. you're away a lot. Yeah, man. How's your, how your pregnant wife think about that? Uh, she's okay. <laughs> she's okay. <laughs> yeah, the checks are coming in with pretty the nice che- checks. Exactly. Can I ask yeah. how much the checks are for the weekend? I don't know if we're allowed to say it, but it's probably the most money I made for comedy ever. And it's per week? Okay, I can say it. I don't know. Yeah. I guess I can say it. I, uh, for Norwegian, I'm going to get six grand. Six grand for a for week. For two weeks. For two weeks. That's fucking great, yeah. That's fucking great. Yeah. And they pay for your food, your drinks. Yeah, of course. And lodging. And you're going, to, you're, going to, you're going to Alaska. I went to Alaska. Oh, shit. So do they, do they fly you to the port? or you fly you to the port. Wow, that's awesome, man. Yeah, six grand's amazing. Yeah, and uh, so that's I imagine com- that's amazing, bro. Like, like, it is amazing. I mean, you 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 can. You, make it's more not if you're thinking about it like, oh, it's not that much money. The doctor makes more. I'm like, but the, I'm working for thirty minutes a day. A day, yeah, yeah. And I'm on a ship, drinking, and <laughs> unlimited just, buffet. I, unlimited buffet. <laughs> I'm on a I'm on a cruise that you're paying for six grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Like it's just. And how long do these cruises last? A week. There's, a week. There, there's three day cruises. There's four day and there's seven day ones. Seven day ones. You probably by then you want to pull your hair out probably a little. bit. I mean for New Year's. Okay, so this would happen New Year's Eve. My first cruise. My first cruise New Year's Eve. I went New Year's Eve. The second comic that was with me got COVID. Oh shit! He got COVID. So his shows, all his shows were canceled. Whoa. The ship entertainment director 
was freaking the hell out. He's like, oh my God, I have these people that need to see shows. What, what are you going to do? And I said, hey, man. I said, put me up longer. <laughs> and he goes, what do you mean? I go, I got time. Yeah. So they moved my show from the comedy club into the main theater for a thousand people. Holy shit. And this is my first time on the ship, right? Wow. So I went up there, bro, and I did an hour. I did a, I did two shows and I had an hour each show. Different material. Different material. I was just pulling shit from open mic stuff I haven't done forever. <laughs> Jokes I forgot. Stories. That Stories. You I, was told, telling, yeah. I was talking about my experience in the cruise ship. I was talking yeah. about, I was taking shots on stage. Like, you're not allowed to do that. I was drinking on stage. You're not allowed to do but that. But they're not going to give you shit because you're they're not giving shit. Saving I'm, I'm saving them. Yeah. Come to find out, my agent got mad at me. He's like, you can't do that because you need to ask me first to do that so I can get you paid for that. So now you, uh, you did those shows you got, for you free. You pay the same amount. Yeah. That's so garbage. then the next day, they had me fill in again. So I called my agent. I go, this is what happened. So I called him like bragging like, bro, it's my first time here. I just He's killed like, it. Idiot. I did an hour. He's like, what are, you, what are you doing an hour for? I go, I thought you'd be happy. And he's like, no, no. <laughs> but then anyways, that doing that got me promoted to the bigger ship for more yeah. money. Yeah. So then that's why I'm not Norwegian now. Now, do you feel like... And I've talked to one other person. I don't know if you know Jason Andors. I know Jason. But I think he he kind of like, he he mentioned kind of like the feeling of like the golden handcuffs. What does that mean? Well, the money is so good. Yeah. That you kind of can't get off the ship metaphorically or figuratively. Oh. So you like, like yeah. once you get off the ship, you're like, I need, I, I'm using this money coming in. It's not coming yeah. in. So you never want to get off. And next thing you know, like you're 300 days out of the year, you're on a ship. But that's the thing. I already told myself this is only 10 days a month for me. Yeah, because I have all this shit planned out. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm a producer still. I, yeah. I, got my, I got last night. I was at Hollywood Improv, sold out show. Yeah, I'm still headlining Vegas, Phoenix, Minnesota. I got my dates still. Yeah, so I'm not letting. The, I still want to. And you can pick and choose when you want to go. There's- I literally tell them up front. I go. I only want to work this many days. Wow. I'm sorry. And I, if I'm on the ship and like, you know what? Like, they go, do you want to stay another week? If I look at my calendar, like, I, I don't really have anything. I'll stay another week. But most of the time, I don't. Yeah. The longest I've ever been gone was two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks straight. Yeah, you know, I'll come back, do a gig, I'll go to Vegas. You know, I just because the problem with being in the ship is that the rules fuck you over, dude. You gotta, what are the, where are the rules? You got to isolate yourself. You eat alone. You drink. So it's alone. all because of COVID. All because of COVID. That must. You're wearing a mask the entire so. time. My ear, my ears, you know, my ears look like monkeys now. <laughs> They're in now. I was wearing a mask all day long. I got so scared. I was wearing a mask. In my cabin by myself, because <laughs> the housekeeper would come clean my room. Yeah, and I freaked out because I'm like, I don't want this fucker to get COVID and give it to me. Because if you get COVID, Jen Murphy got stuck on a ship for two weeks. Oh shit! In the in the fucking prison, like in the bottom of the ship. Oh my god! They isolated her for <laughs> next two to weeks. the dead bodies. Yeah, literally, like you're under, you're literally underwater. Remember in in Titanic where Jack yeah. Dawson was underneath? He's <laughs> like, help, help! Irish immigrants. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Holy shit! So that's what I was afraid of. I mean, at one point, I was so scared of getting COVID that I would. Snort hand sanitizer just so when they test and me. And by the way, it probably worked. Probably, <laughs> but yeah, I was just I, I, wow. I, I didn't I didn't want to get locked in the well because cruise ships, as everyone remember, they were they were one of the first super spreaders. Yeah, and it was really bad in cruise ships because most people in cruise ships were like older and fat. Yeah, yeah, and they were getting and like I had a friend who worked on a cruise ship, this girl Julia, and she was trapped at. In the harbor, no way for like two months. That's crazy. She couldn't, couldn't get off the ship for two months as yeah. it was docked in the harbor. That's yeah. fucking nuts. So they must be terrified of of some sort of resurgence. Or- but they're so good now. Like with like, I'm talking about the rules. Like they're really implement the rules. You're always masked up. 
Yeah. Like everyone has to like even like if you're drinking, they make you take a drink and mask back up. Oh wow. Like it's not like not how like we're idiots here in LA. Like, yeah, I'm, I, I can I don't have to wear a mask. I'm drinking. Once I'm I sit down, I'm safe. Yeah, one, yeah, no, over there it's like you always have to have a mask. You chew, you close, you put your mask back up. Like it was pretty oh, wow. hardcore and uh everyone over there was like amazing, dude. Like like that super they make it fun almost, you know? Interesting. Yeah. How they it make- almost feel like you don't wearing a mask. Like it's like it's just like everyone is like so used to like they're all like, all right, guys, you know the rules. Drink up, mask up. Drink up, mask. Like it would become like yeah. a yeah, but it's, it it didn't it feel if you felt normal, you felt safe. You you almost felt safer. I, I, I told get my that. girl I almost felt safer on the ship than on land. Oh, for sure, I get. Like I come home with my wife and kids. I'm like, oh, they're fucking sneezing. Get the fuck away from me. You know? Yeah. But that is also like what I think is part of the problem with COVID is that people are now so freaked out about human interaction and being close to people and coughing and sneezing and shit that it's almost like it's created like a generation of of hypochondriacs too because at the end of the day like at this point I mean don't you feel like at this point it's kind of we beat it. It's done. It's over. It's a wrap. I just think it's the summertime. It's going to come back oh, for you do. season three. <laughs> season three. The reboot. It's going to come back in September. Really? Something's going to come back. We always. Oh, they want to. They've been like pushing this Delta Cron. Like, Delta Cron. What, what should we think about Delta Cron, guys? I don't know. They're going to push something on us. Yeah. But right now, I, I, uh, I was saying, like, do Ukraine, Ukraine and Russia beat COVID? Like, the yep. headlines. Yep. That's all we talk about. COVID. Now. Isn't that amazing? All we fucking talk about. Yeah. Yeah. That's all everyone talks about. Right now, Tom Brady and the, he's coming back. The gas prices, yeah. It's yeah. All you, the COVID's not even, you know. And you know what's fucked up too? I just ordered a thousand masks with my merch on it. Like just, <laughs> I did. Yeah, but here's the thing. Uh, I think until the day we die, yeah, and our and our lifetimes, which is let's be honest, Jack, it's not going to be that much longer. Um, but in our, <laughs> in our lifetimes. Um, people will be wearing masks until we're until then. If our, you know, yeah, I, I mean, right now they they lifted the mandate up in L.A. and I walk, I'm walking around with no mask, and people like look at you like kind of yeah. like you're crazy. There, yeah, yeah, there, there are people who are going to wear masks until um, until they're dead forever. Yeah, you know. Oh well, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, know? and I don't have a problem if they look at me when I'm not wearing a mask. But I'm just saying, like, no matter what happens, it it, it instilled such such huge amounts of fear into people that it's going to stick with. Some people forever, you know what I mean? Yeah, people. Yeah, like you know any comics that are freaked freaked out like about that shit? Do I know any that are yeah. freaked out about it? I'm trying to think that I know. I mean, I know that when I was doing my podcast with Tommy Wakefield, yeah, we do it in my yard. You know, and that's like I mean, pretty much the science has shown that like outdoor, it's just not yeah. spreading outdoors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I knew right away that the minute the beaches were closed in California, I'm like, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, that is counterproductive. And I would do my podcast in my yard, which which helped me keep it going because people were like, okay, it's a yard. But a lot of people still wear masks. A lot of comics would still yeah. wear a mask in my yard. And Tommy, I had to like finally like, – dude, we're, we're, we're eight feet apart. We're, we're far. Because I put them on the other side. So you're yeah. eight feet apart. We're outdoors. I'm COVID negative. You can take your mask off. And he was yeah. like, okay, I guess. you know. Yeah. But that's not his fault because you're being drilled with this. brainwashed, yeah. Particularly early on, we were just so like, hey, guess what? You're going to die. It's a yeah. question of when. I was here at the Chocolate Sundays last Sunday, the Life at Three, and uh, G Thing, you know G Thing, yeah, G Thing was here, and uh, I'm like, "What up, man?" And I, I could tell he was already having weird energy because I wasn't uh-huh. wearing a mask, and he went, oh, "What up, man?" And he reached for his pocket, and he he didn't put the mask on, but he held it over his mouth until <laughs> I walked by him, and then he put it off. Like I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" 
And he goes, yo, man, sorry, man. I just got, you know, you go, you got the booster? You got the booster? And I said, yeah. hey, I'm actually vaccinated and I'm boosted twice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. you have two boosters already. I had already. to. I had to because the cruise ship. The cruise ship demands yeah. double boosts? No, no they, it's a... Uh, oh, it's how much time passed? It's uh, six months. After six months, you need to get boosted. Wow. But uh, it's crazy, bro. Like, honestly, I don't know. Like, I haven't been sick at all. Yeah. Well, the, I don't know. You never got COVID. No, I know. I got COVID before. But when I got the booster shot, I don't know what it you is. Never got I feel it. like my body. Is, I've had COVID twice. I got the boost. You had COVID twice. Yeah, boosted. I'm boosted. I'm this. I'm that. I feel like my body is just like fuck everything. But like, it's like another drug. I like can handle it. STDs, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like my chlamydia went away. It's gone. It's perfect. But there is something to the fact that like you, you probably you're, you're a dude and you probably like would eat junk food as a comic and yeah. fucking. Drugs and drink and all yeah, this shit. Yeah. Your body is like, okay, I can handle some shit. You yeah, know? shrooms. Like, I, honestly, yeah. that, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't talk about it in the last podcast. We, did we talk we about it? I don't think we talked about the shrooms. We, did we talked about doing it, remember? Oh, we did? We talked about, yeah. You, you said, let's do Vegas for the first time. Oh, we and about then it. we that, did. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So the you first said I'm going to Vegas. I'll go too, remember? That's what happened. Part two, yeah. Part two, then. It's funny. We haven't really talked about this. So, we, 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 uh, we did Vegas together. Which was a it was a it was a fun week, right? It was a fun week, bro. But I was, <laughs> Bill is hilarious on shrooms. Like you made me laugh so hard, bro. Like you you were just pointing at people and laughing like in their face. <laughs> no, but <laughs> come on, I feel like when I do shrooms, I get very like I get very like it's almost like Molly. Yeah, I I feel very like loving. Like, yeah. I feel like I love the people I'm with. But the people, but then, but I was also intentional that I had you and Katie because you are people I care, yeah, care yeah. about. So, but then I get very sort of like in my head about, I don't know, like, I was like, Jack. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jack, you're a leading man. You kept saying that. Kept yeah. Saying, you're a leading, you're man. leading man. If you, you lost some weight, goofy shit you that you're doing, it's fine, but <laughs> you're a fucking leading man, Jack. Yeah. And you call me fat like over and over. I <laughs> call you fat. Over you and over. said you're like, you lost some weight. If okay. You lost I said, well, you're fat. I got to lose weight too. No, but you fucking kept saying it. I was on shrooms. I'm like, I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm so fat. I'm so fat. Nah, I just said, Jack, I said, Jack, if you lost a little bit of weight, man, you're, you're and already. I, and I've gained weight since then. Because you, th- you, you fucking, there was a pandemic. By the way, I think both of us. There was a time when I, I saw you were losing was that, weight. Oh no, we went, I was losing weight. We went during the pandemic to COVID, to Vegas, right? Oh Wasn't it? it? It it was. Remember, it, had it was to be. after. It was twenty twenty one. Yeah, it was because right, remember that we perform, we performed in the little the box, the Life Factory. It was oh, a square. Yeah. We went that during we the pandemic. To walk outside of this four by four foot square. Yeah, we performed in the four by foot square. Remember? Oh my god, I forgot that's what it was. Yeah, because we were walking around the Cosmopolitan magazine tripping on mushrooms. Tripping on mushrooms, and it was weird because there was an and it was awesome my first Wonder time. Man. It was my first time. Your first time. This is this is the funny thing about Bill. Before we did the shrooms, <laughs> he got us all in a circle. We're holding hands, and he goes, <laughs> he puts the shrooms in our hands. And he goes, all right, ask the shrooms what we want from them, <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit. Is this a fucking Bill's cult? A is it a person. cult? <laughs> is this a cult? <laughs> but we did ask for them. Yeah. And it worked. It, I'm, I'm, look, I know it sounds crazy, but it's almost like it's it's not crazy in the sense that like your, your brain is obviously like such an amazingly complicated thing and it's juggling so much shit. Yeah. So your brain sometimes has to be told what to fucking do. Yeah. Or it's just going to run rampant. And so if you introduce a drug to it that is just going to run rampant and make your brain, your thoughts go crazy, and you have no direction or thought or sense of what you want, like overriding it, it you'll, you'll, you can get fucked with. You know, I've seen it happen. But it was but, cra- it was cool. It was my first time doing it. So yeah. When you said that, 
it freaked me out more because <laughs> it's my first time. I mean, I've done drugs in the past, and you're like, you need to be around people, good energy, get orange juice, don't do a cap, do a step. There's a lot of rules to this thing. I'm like, I thought, like, when you do cocaine, you just go, you just snort it, and then whatever happens, happens. But with Bill, he's like, all right, don't do this, don't do that, be around good people, wear comfortable clothes, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? Be hydrated. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was really cool because I, I think I learned stuff from from mushrooms then too because we had the same experience. We're we're in this suite. You had this amazing suite. The so cause of about yeah. And uh, a couple we ha- we were having the same experience about what we were seeing. Like we were overlooking the Bellagio fountains on shrooms. But remember before that there were just we weren't on shrooms and they looked boring. Yeah, they're like oh the fountains. Yeah, ooh. and then we then we were on shrooms like. Look oh, at the, the fucking the fountains, man. <laughs> it had some, they, the, it sounded different. And then there was like, there were these cool, like, uh, like f- f- paintings and f- photos all over the walls. Yeah, they were down stuff. the rabbit hole. Yeah, They're but before the- we went to the Alice in Wonderland, even in a room, there was a woman in a flap. Oh, yeah, dress. and she was twerking. And Remember? exactly, and you were like, "Look at the woman," and we both saw her twerking. Yeah, and the reason is, like, and it was a, it wasn't a woman twer- it was a it was, like it was a, just it's like a picture of a woman in a dress, a picture of a woman in a dress, and a flapper's on dress. Shrooms, yeah. But here's what it is: I've 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 learned since this about shrooms is that um, what mushrooms do is they they take something like two dimensional and they try to what's the word anthropomorphize anthropomorph- they try to make it make it alive. Yeah, it starts it starts breathing. Yeah, so anything that you see that um, is not necessarily alive, your brain will be like, what if it, it was alive? Like, what if yeah. you saw that girl in a dress? Well, the flaps would be moved. The tassels yeah, yeah, yeah. would be moving if she was really there yeah. and she was dancing. So that's what your your brain goes, that should be moving, and it makes it move. Yeah. So when I went downstairs to Alice in Wonderland exhibit, there was the, the caterpillar yeah. with the uh, with the tentacles yeah. on the head. And the tentacles were like, the snail were like kind of moving around too, because yeah. that's what a snail would do. Uh-huh. So it's not like a hallucination. It's your brain kind of going, okay, I want this thing to be alive. I want, yeah. to, I want to create motion in what I see. Do you um, ever get flashbacks? From mushrooms? Yeah. I do. I've been getting them lately. How many times have you done mushrooms? Did, you said after you did with oh, me. After I did it with you, I did it, I did it like three more times. Okay, because we had, we had a pretty good time. But the thing is, okay, so trip this hell out. So last time I did it with you, I just did like one or two stems, remember? Yeah, yeah. So the next time I did it, I said, all right, now I know what it does to me. You know what I did? Oh, no. Okay, remember what you said? Two stems, right? Yeah. I got a handful, a oh, handful shit. like this much, like you know when you ever grab a bunch of sunflower seeds, <laughs> like like a little ball like that, like it was like that much. <laughs> when I tell you, when I tell you, I went to a nightclub and I saw a demon yeah. come at me. Over, I come, I literally saw a fucking demon. Yes, and then I freaked out and I go, "Don't look up! Don't look up! Look down!" I looked at the floor and I, everything went away. Like I looked at concrete and it just black. Everyone was fine. Everything was fine. And I look up and I would just see like, like fireballs and freaking like clouds and like the DJ. The music was so loud. And then I was freaking out. I looked at my phone. I looked at my iPhone. I saw the inside of my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, like all the parts. Like, yeah, the- I'm like, ah! it was crazy. Oh my god! But then after that scary part went away, it was. The slot machines were fucking humongous. I was in Vegas. They were in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, the slot machines were humongous. The Wheel of Fortune was like, Wheel of Fortune. I was playing. I was gambling. I won money. <laughs> it was so much fun. I went. I so you did out. have fun. Oh, it's so much fun. Yeah. But the beginning, when the beginning I first- freaked you out, yeah. The beginning freaked me the fuck out. Well, you, yeah, because you also have to know like, a, 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 like nothing's going to hurt you. you, know, you have I was to in know. a nightclub, and it was like, do, 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 do. And I was like, it was like the movie Blade. I was like, oh, like, <laughs> like I took a lot. I took a lot. 
Yeah, yeah. Did you give yourself, like I said, did you give yourself an intention of like what you wanted out of the mushrooms? I said, let's have a fucking party. You said, have a party. I mean, there you go. Yeah. So they fucked with you. And then, you, you know, I really, I, mean, I got, I became like a, I, I almost feel like I could just quit everything and just become like a mushroom guy. Yeah, dude. You know? I have. I literally have. Like, that's all I do. Yeah. I, I did one the next time I went. I went back to Vegas, did it again. I had a Wonka bar. Do you know what a Wonka bar is? No. The Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, I know. It looks like a Willy Wonka. I'll show you a picture. And it's, mush- and it's mushrooms? It's chocolate mushrooms. Oh, my God. It was the best. Where'd you get them? Uh, a waitress that worked there. I did a joke on stage about mushrooms. And then she was, oh, my God. I got the best one. The next day she came back to the show. She brought me one. And that's great because you don't get sick with the chocolate You don't. Ones, right? It has a dosage on it. Nutrition facts. That's the mushrooms you want to trust because it tells you. And the chocolate enhances everything. Yeah, yeah. And so does like orange and stuff like that. It's really weird because I, I've, I've been reading books on it. I've been watching podcasts of mushrooms, studying it. And um, there's like real science to it, you know? It's yeah. not just like frou-frou, crazy, like bullshit. What were you going to show me? I'm trying to find a picture. I can't find okay. it. Um, and there's a lot to, you know, because a lot of people who are um, addicts, and I don't know if you've ever considered yourself an addict of alcohol or drugs or anything. Probably. Probably. Yeah, I, but the thing is, I'm, I'm in, uh, I, I, get, I get bored of it though. Like yeah. cigarettes. People are I'm addicted to cigarettes. I don't have to smoke. I, people go, I need a cigarette. Like, I like smoking. Yeah. But I, I'll wait till I'm I go to Vegas. Way. I'll wait till so I go to Vegas. Probably, you're probably not an addict then. It's not an addict? But once I, 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 I don't know. Like, if you could, you could have like, one, you could go out and have a drink at night and like, I just had one drink. I'm fine. I mean, with cocaine, I was doing cocaine for a while and yeah. I was, I guess, no, I guess I could, I was a functional, you could, functional you could, addict. A functional addict. So you could, you could quit cocaine. I'm done. I mean, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. And then, like, yeah, I, can, so, I know when to stop. Yeah. Like, you know what? Okay, too much. Yeah, you know when to stop. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've never had a DUI. Because there are people, jail. people we know, the friends of ours, that like the, yeah, then they start drinking. It's like off to the fucking races. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm a, I'm a. As soon as I stop having fun, I go. Oh, this is stupid. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. So you stop co- now. Do you want to talk about stopping nah. the cocaine? Yeah, I nah. just, I just a dark place. I just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. were talking about fun shit, <laughs> mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> so, but since you've done the mushrooms, do you do? Because oh, by the way, the thing I was going to say is a lot of people. And there are a lot of studies, and John, Johns Hopkins is doing stuff on this, uh, researching how mushrooms is used to get people out of addiction. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, it's people who are alcoholics and addicted to other drugs, opiates and cocaine stuff. Uh, mushrooms can cure addiction. But, I mean, I can see that. Honestly, I feel like – I, I mean, honestly, I'm not very proud of this, but I've, I've done a lot of drugs. A lot. Yeah. I've, I've tried a lot, almost, I think, everything. Heroin? Uh, I've done black tar heroin. Do you, by accident. Do you inject it? No, I smoked it. You smoked black by accident. Wait, by accident. Wait, it's a true story. American Spirit. I was. A, <laughs> <laughs> I was working at the strip club. This was when I was like what? 20, That's when most accidents happen. Twenty four. I was twenty three. Twenty three years old. Twenty two years old. Twenty two years old. Twenty. Yeah, around that time. And uh, how long were you working at a strip club? I was like twenty three to twenty six. Twenty seven. Was that fun? It was amazing. <laughs> it, 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 there's, it's amazing to a point where it gets really demonic and scary. And were you hooking up with strippers? Yeah, I was, of I was yeah. the king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you become like you become their were confidant. You like a manager? No, I was a DJ. I was like, yeah, that's oh, right, you guys. Were a DJ. Yeah, I was a DJ. Oh, that's right. You have a whole bit about that. Yeah, I was that guy. I was that guy. So check this out. So I'm with these strippers. It's four of us, right? Yeah. Four of us. We're we're at a hotel party and we're getting fucked up. We're fucking snorting coke first, and then it was meth. Yeah, we ran out of coke. snorting meth too. So yeah, we started snorting meth, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I'm my first time doing meth. I'm freaking the fuck out. My heart's like racing like crazy. I'm like, "I need to calm down. I need to calm down." I, need, I said, "I need to smoke some weed or something." So this girl just goes here, inhale this. I didn't see that she had a tin foil 
she like burns in foil with <laughs> black tar heroin basically. Yeah. And she goes, she gets a straw. She goes, just sucks. So I went, and I, go, I literally calmed the fuck down. But I'm like, what the fuck was that? She was heroin. So I fucking slapped fucking Ooh. shit. I threw, I threw that. I, I slapped the drugs out of her hand. I what the fuck are you doing? I don't, I don't do heroin. Yeah. And then, um, but I could have fucking died, dude. That's like going up or down or like, it's like a, yeah, isn't yeah. that what fucking, uh, what's his name? Um, the guy that the Viper room, um, Oh, 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 Joaquin Phoenix's brother, brother yeah. Phoenix. Yeah, he passed away from that. It's like it's a speedball. It's up and yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was like freaking out. So, but like I said, I've done a lot of shit. But with shrooms, shrooms is it's everything in one. I think like you 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 giggle like it's weed, right? You feel like you're rolling after a while. Yeah, and then you see colors. It's just like I think it's like I think it's everything. Yeah, I think it's like I, I don't know. I I, I think they're really. The way I look, I don't know if we talked about this before, but I feel like, like I believe in God, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I don't know what I believe and yeah. how it all fucking works, but I believe in something, some, something that is uh, creative and organizational and destructive. Yeah. That is generating life, right? Not just random fucking entropy. So, and I think that they're, that in the creation of the world and the earth and the universe, like, they're Easter eggs. Like, you know, in video games, they're Easter eggs, right? Like, oh, here's the Easter egg. This is how the game was, you know, people find these Easter yeah. eggs in video games. Like, I think mushrooms are Easter eggs about how the earth was created and how things how things actually are. You know what I mean? It comes from the ground. and Yeah, I just think that, like, they're... they're Doesn't it come from, like, poop? Well, here's... Here, now, there's something I think I've talked about this before, the stoned ape theory. I know Joe Rogan goes on and on about... What have you it? heard about? So, stoned ape theory is basically, like, when humans were kind of, like, hominoids living in trees and caves like this... There's a time when they became nomads and they were wandering across uh, prairies and fields to hunt, and they would track elephants and uh, and giraffes and shit like that across these mammoths, whatever across. And when they would leave their dung, which is how they tracked them, the mushrooms would grow out of the dung of these animals. To this day, psilocybin mushrooms grow out of elephant and giraffe dung. To this day, they, dung is caca, as poo poo. <laughs> so these these ancient like early cavemen would eat the mushrooms from the poop and it would um and it would like download all this information into their brains about the earth so the the theory of the stone ape theory is basically like we are basically just primitive fucking apes we took these mushrooms and that's how that's how reading and writing and communication and tools and everything started because basically it was like this downloadable shit from god to tell us hey here's how and the human brain, and that's not just like crazy talk because real scientists who study this shit, like anthropologists, I guess would be the name, they, um, the human brain, like it increased like four times in size in like a hundred thousand years or something, which yeah. is unheard of. Yeah. Because basically for like a billion years, it yeah. was like almost the same size. And then all of a sudden, 200,000 years, they're like quadrupled in size and yeah. people couldn't explain it. That's where the whole missing link thing came from. Like, well, the missing link crazy. is they did mushrooms and their brains expanded. And you know literally. what's crazy? So if like God really put that in that situation, like yeah. it's like it's like almost like a video game cheat code. Like, hey, <laughs> that's the that's, yeah. that that's the password right there. Yeah, but it's in shit. I dare you to eat it. Yeah. And you don't want to eat it, but you yeah. eat it, and he goes, "Oh wow, I'm next to the yeah. next level." And I feel that way about like 
weed to a degree as well. I think weed like reveals universal, like the burning bush in the Bible. That's I what feel it like was. weed it was makes weed. me dumber, bro. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, shrooms is like I I really I wrote some fucking crazy shit on that shit. Oh yeah, like if you microdose, I learned about microdosing. Yeah, really, that I think it was you taught me microdosing. I've done I've done the microdosing and I've done the whole ah <laughs> the ah it's pretty crazy ah yeah. it's it's fun but you definitely definitely want to be like in a safe place. We want to be with people that aren't going to fuck with your head because yeah, yeah. if there's like really dark energy around you, it'll like yeah, it just fucks you. Up. The whole microdosing, just having a little bit, is pretty cool. So, and back to the Easter egg thing. So, do you know anything about this Norn desert frog that you get in Arizona? No. If we work Arizona together, maybe we got to do this. There are these toads that live like northern Mexico and, and Arizona, and you and you basically like, squeeze them, and they secrete this venom, and you crystallize in this glass, and then you smoke it like it's crack or whatever the fuck it is. And this is like many people say what happens when you do this is you see the actual creation of the universe. And everyone who goes, uh-huh, that's bullshit. Yeah. They try it. They go, oh, no, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. So in other words, back to the Easter egg, like the, it, they, by the, they, see the big, they, they literally see the Big Bang. They see how the Big Bang happened. Wow. And it's a little bit too weird that all these people – Witness not everyone doesn't sees that, but a lot of people witness the Big Bang. They see the explosion and they're there and they're part of it, and they don't exist anymore. They're a part of the universe, and then it like whoosh, it only lasts like twenty minutes. I gotta do it, man. I'm down. <laughs> I'm actually <laughs> going to Arizona. Going to Arizona next this end of the year. I don't, I don't know how to get. Uh, it's it's a form end of the year. I mean the end of the month. You've heard of DMT, right? I've never done that, but I heard of it. Yeah. So it's it's a there's all these different forms. It's one form of DMT. Like ay- ayahuasca is a form of DMT. Then so this is why the Native Americans were all just such hippies back then, just like yeah. living off the land. Yeah. And just like they didn't need anything because they're fucking all yeah shroomed out. Yeah. <laughs> they, right? they were they're all fucking ripped, and that's why the Spanish came over. and Beat the shit out of them because they were fucking just- too fucked up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Look, they're taking our land. <laughs> yeah, but there's there's definitely like you know something about the idea of like a psychedelic. I mean, look okay, look at something like Joe Rogan. Yeah. Clearly, it doesn't hurt you. No, he's the most successful comedian maybe of all time at this point. Yeah, and he's fucking that guy does shrooms constantly. Mike Tyson was like dead. Mike Tyson was at the improv last night. Yeah, Mike Tyson was like fucking like a former rapist. Fucking dead to the world, ex boxer champion, and now he's a fucking shrooms man. It's all the shrooms and licking yeah. the toad. He talks about licking the toad. Yeah, like second, it, it can heal CTE in the brain oh, from way. like. Prof- this is part of the reason I know a lot about it because I do an MMA podcast with Adam Hunter, yeah. and a lot of the fighters who come on. Because usually we don't get like the best fighters who are twenty two at the peak. We get the people who are like thirty, and you know they're yeah. kind of starting to, and they're starting to think about the future. And a lot of them go like to these Dean trips. Thomas, like Dean Thomas. Yeah, yeah, I love Dean. <laughs> they go on these trips and like they go to Peru or they go to you know Arizona, and they <laughs> Peru, do this. Arizona. <laughs> they, well, where because Peru you get the ayahuasca, uh, the real okay. ayahuasca, and Arizona you get the frogs. Oh yeah, like, but they, they go they go because they know that their brain is fucked up from fighting, and they do yeah. it to cure because they have migraines, they have like temper tantrums, and they have. And it cures these fucking people. I'm telling you, man. And I think honestly, it cured Mike Tyson. You never even get a hangover with shrooms. No, I never. I never had one. Yeah, but you you were like you were you were like Katie because you did shrooms, and you were kind of like when we were hanging out. You were you were cool and you stayed in the room, but you were also kind of like, 
I don't know, Maggie, get the fuck out of here. You're yeah, I had, to get out of I had to get out. I need air. And then you and Katie both like left. I think you both went off to do coke and play gamble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, oh, I, yeah, yeah. No, that was the second night. You were on shrooms by yourself. We didn't have any, remember? <laughs> Remember, oh, really? remember we were, I just had enough and you made a tea out of it and then you just did it by yourself? Oh boy, that's dumb. You don't remember. <laughs> I feel like whenever I do shrooms, I, I it's always even if it's bad it's like shrooms are like a threesome. Even when it's bad, it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny and it's profound. Like I've had shrooms with someone I've had shrooms I did shrooms with someone one time and uh a girl and then after and like midway through the shroom and it wasn't we weren't it was nothing like that. But one point I just looked and I go, we really don't have anything in common. <laughs> like, we don't align at all. Yeah. Like, nothing, like, we don't talk about the same things. We're yeah. interested in the same things. And it's really weird. Yeah. And it was like the last time I saw her. You know? What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I'm a big. So now we got, now we got, we have a theme on the podcast. We got to yeah, go back. Great. We talk about baby doing shrooms. Now we got to do the fucking, the toad. Yeah, we got to do the toad next time. I would 100% do the toad. I'll do it with you. I would do I, the ayahuasca thing is interesting. I don't know about ayahuasca. Is that one that makes you throw up? Not everyone throws up, but I think most people throw. Up. But then again, like you throw, like throw up is not bad. Yeah, I hate it though. <laughs> I know you have a whole bucket. I remember one time that oxy, I threw up right away. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, morphine, ayahuasca morphine, whole thing and morphine. Is weekend. I've never done morphine. I, I had a toothache, and they fucking gave it to me. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, like, more like, morphine. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what happened to Matthew Perry, right? He got like he had a back. He got injured his back oh, really? and he got addicted to morphine during Friends. No way. I think it was yeah. cocaine. I think it was. Uh, he was all coked out the first season. Oh, he was? <laughs> I mean, second season. Second season. Oh, you can tell he cut his hair. <laughs> he had to cut his hair because the hair was long and it was getting in the way for the lines. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man, that'd be cool, that'd be cool to, do, do like a, to, have, to have another psychedelic journey with you, man. I'm, I'm all for it. It's been a while for me, you know. But but, but I'm, I'm I'm down to do it again. Um, so you got what's your next uh, cruise ship? By the way, I'm actually on the Carnival Radiance, uh, March 23 to the 28th. Nice man, yeah. that's really good. That's that's great for you, we'll man. Ensenada, yeah. And you, and you got a, a baby coming, so it's going to be great little like it's, nest egg money. I love timing. it. Yeah, I love it because it's. Uh, I treat the cruises like my open mic. Yeah, I write new material. Yeah, and you come out. back and you're fucking beast. You come so back much and fucking better. shit. Yeah. yeah. And then your your wife is pissed. You go, here's the check. She's like, I love oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get a house, bro. I'm trying to get a house. Like, next year, I think the, something's going to happen with the market, with the whole war. I think shit's going to go down. I'm going to buy a house. Not yeah. in LA, but like in probably like Santa Clarita or something. Yeah. That's what you goal. mean the market is going to crash? The war? The war. Because How's my housing Because they're going to bomb. <laughs> something's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> something's going to happen, bro. I don't know. Just one nuclear bomb just to clear just out the real estate. Just one so I can buy a house. Yeah. <laughs> But you thought that with COVID, you thought like uh, with COVID, like a lot of people are dying. There's got to be some pr- real estate just went up all through COVID. How is that possible? It was down at tw- the beginning of 2020, and then it went up. Yeah, it went up crazy. So crypto fuck. is fucking going down again. I don't know. You buy any crypto? No, but I had a dream, I, and I'm look, man. I'm very much into like spiritual shit and psychic shit. I believe yeah. it. I had a dream, and, and and I said I gotta buy, I gotta buy a Bitcoin right now. I I, I knew it because I was like. And I looked it up, and Bitcoin was down to like thirty. I just—I swear to God, I hadn't even been—and it was down to like thirty-two thousand. Really? Yeah. And I was like, "It's going to go up. It's going. I gotta buy. I gotta buy. I gotta get thirty-two thousand. I gotta buy." I was like obsessed with buying it. Just one did, coin. Just one coin. One coin for thirty-two thousand. Yeah. Which I could have. I could have rallied some people and got it together and made it happen. 
and now it's back up to like what fifty almost now. It's like forty six. Forty six. Yeah. So it's like even that you buy one. Yeah. I mean, I, I buy like I treat like I treat crypto like the penny slots. I buy a bunch of random ones. Dogecoin. <laughs> no, not Dogecoin. I, I, everyone buys. That. I, I buy the ones I, I just like. Like I have one. It's called Smooth Love Potion. I don't know. <laughs> I, have one, I have that. I bought. I have like about ten grand spread out in, in crypto. Are any of them like doing well? It's maintaining right now. Yeah, yeah but yeah. all it takes is for one to hit a fucking penny. One to hit, and then I'm fucking rich. But how does how does a new how does something come and usurp Bitcoin as a crypto? I have no idea. This is like it's, I'm basically buying. I don't know. Yeah, it was either this or gamble on sports and NBA's. I, I rather gamble on this. It's a shot, you know. Well, I, I definitely know COVID. I, I invested in real and not real estate. Invested in uh, in some stocks. And I was just if if two people told me a stock. Hey, you should. I was like, I'm going to buy it. I yeah, put, yeah. I put like a thousand, a couple thousand down. Yeah, I got, I got um, DraftKings. Nice. Which, you know. Yeah, fine. it's gone up. Got right? up a little bit. And then Rivian, which is supposed to be the electric, the all pure electric truck company. Oh, wow. Which is supposed to be the thing of the future. Yeah. But right now it's just in the shitter. So I don't know. Oh. But they say they just buy a stock and then just forget about it. Yeah, I bought a bunch of stuff. And yeah. I, I sold all of it. I, I had a bad week at the Vegas, but and I, I, I just, I just, um, I just hate myself because right away when the pandemic happened, everyone who's like really forward thinking and smart was like, "Here's what you do during the pandemic." Like a few months in, all the Hilton, SPG, or whatever, the, all the hotels and, and airlines are fucking in the shitter, and they're going to go through the fucking roof. So buy it all now because yeah. and just wait for a year, watch what happens. And I would be a fucking millionaire if I'd done that. Yeah. I didn't do it either. Yeah, but everyone told me that. I was but like, we were all, we were oh. all we were all we were working. We were, I was living off a freaking unemployment, bro. Like I, like, yeah. I barely did enough to get the kids. federal unemployment. That was a lot of money. A lot of money. I didn't get any from my corporation. I had anything. friends that were getting like fifteen hundred dollars a fucking week. I was getting about two thousand every two weeks. God damn, man. Yeah, and then I had to pay back. <laughs> oh, you did? Probably. I don't know. I'm still in the court. And then people got these low court hearing and idiots. <laughs> they they buy Ferraris. Yeah, and they don't think the government's stupid. gonna be like, hey, asshole. Yeah. Um, anyway, Jack, this was a uh, look, man. We've been here for a while. I could talk with you forever. I love no, you, man. I think great. you're such a great guy. You're such a great comic. Leading man. Wait. You're le- you're you're leading man. You are a leading man. <sighs> you fucking piece of shit. Appreciate you, man. You got a better looking face than me, bro. That's you look for good. sure. You look really good. Um. So yeah, so I, I look forward to you know, and maybe we can talk. Maybe hey, maybe we'll do a cruise ship together. Maybe we could fucking let's go to Re- let's go to Reno together. When are you going to Reno? Oh, I have I have a Reno day. I have Reno Shut days. Up. Yeah. When? There, uh, fuck, I gotta look it up. I think it's May. Sometime in May. May what? Uh, May, I don't know. I don't know. Middle of May? You got, you got someone to go with you already? No, I haven't, I haven't asked someone. I'll go. Yeah, oh, okay. We'll do some Alaska. It's right there. It's, we're in, in uh, Tahoe? Yeah, this guy's in Tahoe. That'd be fucking, that would be dope. That would be dope. All right, <laughs> we'll figure it out, man. <laughs> All right, Jack Jr., where can people find you? And- JackJrComic.com. JackJrComic.com. All right, man. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.